Hi there. Uh, welcome to Bible Slash Chat. Gus, hi. John. How are you? Good. How are uh, you? Good. Sometimes we get questions that um, that are minefields uh, yes. and very tricky to answer mm-hmm. and analyze. And so, yeah. uh, uh, especially lately, yeah. uh, you've seen in the news uh, some of the stuff that's happened with the SPC yeah. and Saddleback Church and yeah. egalitarianism and installing women as pastors. And there's been a lot of sort of like chaos in the evangelical church. Yeah. Uh, so maybe just start for me, um, not to throw you under the bus. <laughs> Someone's got to be the first into the minefield, I guess. <laughs> so maybe just start with for me. On... Don't they sell a robot first? Or... Send a canary. Come it's on. A canary. There are no canaries. <laughs> there's you or there's me. You're going to die. Okay. I'm the canary. <laughs> so let's um, let's actually, I, I like genuinely, like, uh, where, where would we draw the line on women? and their role in the church. Like, what text would you use to say what women can do or can't do in the well, church? Well, I mean, you, First Timothy, I think okay. we can go there, yeah. right? And okay. So, so just textually. Yeah, yeah. so the, the, the question is, so we know from First Timothy that a woman should not be teaching, right? Okay. So uh, did you, you guys went through First Timothy... We did, yeah, yeah, years ago. A couple years ago, yeah. right? So not that a woman can't teach, a woman yeah. can teach. In the general assembly of the church. Okay. Yeah, okay. so... Over... Over men. Over men. So okay, okay. women can teach women, no problem. Yeah. Uh, women can teach kids. And yeah. I think there's a wisdom there as to how old the kids can be, yeah, right? Yeah. But uh, also there is, so women are to teach women, and women are to teach uh, kids. Yeah. Uh, and they are to encourage one another. Uh, they're, to be, uh, they're to be part of the General Assembly, obviously. Yeah. But not teach. That's okay. one of the only prohibitions. So First Timothy, that, so First Timothy two twelve. Yeah, uh, Paul says, "I do not allow a woman to teach or exercise authority over a man, but to remain quiet." Yeah. So and then it's interesting that he goes to the reason, right? Yeah. He goes to the creative order. Yeah. He doesn't go to like, well, I just think women have nothing good to say. Yeah. He says, uh, verse thirteen, for it was Adam who was first created. Uh, then Eve. So he goes to the created order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't even uh, he doesn't even go to uh, something that says, "Hey, uh, women, uh, because of the fall, yeah, women are inferior than men, or or, or women um, are are not as good because they actually yeah. were the ones that caused men to fall." Yeah, or even uh, the, the, or even women don't have the gift of teaching. He exactly. Doesn't, he doesn't yeah. address that. So okay, so we did this. We did that issue back in like episode one hundred and something. That's pretty good. Yeah, a long time ago. But I wasn't here, so I <laughs> get me the rundown. But let's say so no, I mean that that is the rundown. So what you're okay. saying is right. Like just to summarize, like a woman is not supposed to teach. Yeah. Or exercise authority. So in the, the general assembly of the church, that's why I use that is because there are opportunities for women to exercise the gift of teaching, like you said, with within a, a Bible study with women. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on a general assembly for women, yeah, yeah. Uh, like women's ministry. So both of our kids. wives. So both of our wives teach Sunday school. Yeah, they teach yeah. women. Uh, they teach women in uh, in uh, groups of adult women, like women's yeah. ministry conversations. Yeah. Uh, so there's ways that a woman can teach in those yeah. ways, yeah. which is good. Okay, so so that's sort of the prohibition, kind of where we want to draw yeah. the line. So in response to what's happened with Saddleback, uh, we got. Uh, not not specifically connected to that, but we did have an interesting discussion, uh, and I, we got a question from a girl at our church. This is actually a super insightful question. I want to actually read it because I think the question is very insightful, and we need to sort of like understand what's going on here. She says, "How can we as a church set up a culture where men know their role as leaders without dismissing women's teaching or wisdom on theological and spiritual issues?" Yeah. 
Uh, we know that men lead in the homes and in the role as pastors. However, for many churches, this has turned into men believing that this implies that women have no spiritual wisdom or truth yeah. that, they can, that they can offer to men in any setting. Yeah. Okay, so let's address, like, what's happening there, right? So what's what, what would you say is going on in a, situ- a situation where you get this, like, hard complementarianism? Yeah. And I, I, you could call that uh, <laughs> hard complementarianism or... Misogyny, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just for if you like want to honestly, call it. yeah, 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 like a, like a true misogyny, right? Yeah, yeah. Where you think where women have nothing good to say, right. uh, they're supposed to look pretty and make a good meal, yeah, yeah. for the husband to come and dine, right. <laughs> and we know that that's not what the Bible teaches at right. all, yeah. Um, so, uh, so that would be a, uh, not according to Scripture because. Right. Even Paul had women that were serving alongside yeah, totally, him. Totally, totally. Um, and, I mean, there's tons of examples in the New Testament of women teaching even yeah. in situations where uh, under the care of their husband, they're teaching even like like uh, Aquila and Priscilla, the famous one where, yeah. you know, Priscilla, they're sitting together and yeah. having discussions with Apollos. With Apollos, yeah. yeah. Or even the, the, the issue in, in, in Philippi, right? They're, they're meet, meeting by the river, some yeah. of the women to pray, uh, in chapter uh, in uh, sixteen, right? Yeah. Or fifteen, yeah, fifteen, and 16. 15, 16, yeah. And and the leader seems to be uh, Lydia. Lydia, yeah. Who God opens her heart, yeah. and, and then they're meeting at her home. Yeah. Um, most likely because she has a big enough home yeah, to yeah. meet, totally, right? Yeah. So from early on, the women that followed Jesus, Jesus wasn't telling them. You see, it's kind of uncomfortable, but you shouldn't be following because you don't know anything. Yeah, Mary, please yeah. don't sit here and listen to the <laughs> yeah, teacher. Exactly. You don't need to know. Yeah, right? go serve. <laughs> Martha's out there making food. Yeah, Join her. Exactly. Yeah. He actually says the opposite yeah, of that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Learn, the, worship. Yeah, yeah, good. He says the opposite of that. So so we would not, so we would, so what we would say is, obviously women have wisdom, they have theological understanding, uh, oftentimes more wisdom than men at yeah. certain moments, yes, right? So. Yeah. It's important for men to understand that yeah. and with humility to say, hey, teach yeah. me because yeah. there are areas where maybe yeah. I can grow. Yeah. Uh, but that within the confines of the general assembly of the teaching of men in the church, when the church is gathered, whether it's in church or in Bible study, that in those settings, that's just not what God has designed. Yeah. Doesn't mean there's not wisdom that women can share. Doesn't mean there's not places yeah. that they can use those gifts. Absolutely. And I think that you and I have both benefited by talking to our wives and oh, yeah. hearing what they have to say, right? Yeah, and other ladies uh, too, right? And of course, and other ladies too. And I think that sometimes uh, they could even help us to attack a text yeah. in a different way totally. that we never thought of. Give us insights. Yeah, give us insight. Into- I can't tell you how many times, you know I stand in the back door when, when church is over. I can't tell you how many conversations I've had with Jackie or Bonnie, you know, some of these ladies in our church. And I'm like, oh. That's so wise. Yeah, I should yeah. have said that. You yeah, know, I, yeah. that, that they're so wise and so yeah. and so sharp. Okay, so let's like move one one layer kind of around the corner. What about um, like situations where a woman is teaching, let's say in a in a theological setting, but not in the church, like yeah. in a school, in a university, yeah. for example. She's a teaching. University. She's teaching Greek one at yeah. a university. What what would we say to that? I would have no problem with that. Why? Right? Because it's not the general assembly. Yeah. And it's she, not the church. Yeah, it's and I mean, I wouldn't even have a problem reading. I, I think I shared with uh, you, and you weren't yeah. very happy. But one of my favorite commentators, <laughs> it's a lady yeah, yeah, yeah. who does an amazing job with the Greek text. Yeah, and uh, it's very honest with the yeah, text. Totally. So obviously, that's not now having her be my pastor would be a problem. Yeah, right. Totally. But if they're teaching Greek one or Greek two, or I, I remember talking to a seminary uh, 
in Eastern Europe, and they had they were they were doing uh, they were doing grammar classes, yeah. and they had a lady come and do grammar before they do Greek grammar. Yeah, do like refreshers because she was a grammar teacher. Totally, and she was fantastic, and it was exactly what they needed. Yeah. And, she was part of the seminary doing yeah. that kind of stuff, which is awesome. Yeah. Okay, so let's so let's let's answer their specific question now. I mean, I mean, in terms of like, uh, which is a great question. How does a church establish a culture like that? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you're, what what really what our friend is asking is, how can we establish a culture of humility? Yeah, right. Because it's it's not a, a culture of women are better than men or vice versa, right? Yeah. It's a culture of learning and practicing the one another's. Yeah, totally. So if you are walking in the spirit, yeah. and this lady is walking in the spirit, you would have conversations that, and you would never think, "Well, I won't listen to you because you're a lady." Right. Obviously, you don't understand what you're talking yeah, yeah. about. Uh, well, and, and we can... would never be because uh, our, our own savior wasn't misogynistic, yeah. so we would never fall into that trap of thinking she has no wisdom to yeah. to impart to me. So long as we're walking in the spirit, exactly. Yeah. And, and she's walking in the spirit as well. Yeah. And what's interesting is that it isn't just with male and female roles that can happen, even with yeah. like things like professional distinctions, like. Yeah. Oh, you're not a pastor. You don't have any wisdom yeah. to offer me, right? Well, we like that guy because he's a lawyer. He's very logical. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? And that's and that and, and that. What does that mean? That means nothing. So like the, guy, the guy that's a mechanic doesn't have any wisdom because yeah, yeah. he's not walking in the spirit. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly yeah. the opposite of yeah. the way that we should think. Exactly. Yeah, and I agree 100. Exactly. percent It really is an issue of each individual heart saying, "Look, yeah, I, I need to be teachable." Yeah. And God yeah. uses His people to teach me. It yeah. doesn't matter what gender they are. It doesn't matter what yeah. they do for a living. It doesn't matter what race they are. It doesn't matter what background yeah. they have. Yeah. God's spirit dwells in his people and I need to hear from God through his people and be willing to fellowship and understand and learn and grow from them I remember when we were living in Spain there was a guy that came to our church and he was like a blue collar worker um, he was a guy in his in his 50s um, but um, I I crafted my, my my Sunday night sermons that were a little more than just sermons it was like yeah. more like a class uh, with him in mind yeah. because you know, he had such good feedback to me yeah. always. Uh, and he was a guy who never went to, I think he barely graduated from high school. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he had such insight because he read scriptures yeah. and walked totally. in the spirit. And I remember thinking of him as I would like say certain things because I knew that he would have questions about it or yeah. he would, you know, challenge me on some of these, these things. And I think I grew not only as a preacher, but as a believer. Yeah. Uh, talking with a guy like that who yeah. always had some, you know, feedback or... Yeah, because he was spiritual. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. And that, that, I think, is the is the key bright line distinction, right? Are we walking in the spirit or are we not? Yeah. And that, that yeah. really is the issue. Not all these other things that are fleshly yeah. and physical. Yeah. yeah. Good. That's fantastic. Well, thank you. I hope that's helpful yeah. for you. Uh, if you have any other questions about this issue, please feel free to submit them to us at info at faithbibleoc.org. Thanks so much.